Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Sunday, November the 7th. Our reading this morning comes to us. We return to a book that we had looked at uh, several weeks, if not a little bit longer ago, St. Paul's Letter to the Thessalonians. The reading is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18, St. Paul's letter. And by way of a brief refresher, the Thessalonians, uh, that is the earliest writing that we have of a New Testament book, probably written around 50, between 50 and 55 A.D. And the Thessalonians are concerned about the coming of the Lord. Remember we talked about the idea that as we are winding down to the end of this liturgical year, it will end uh, with the Feast of Christ the King, the end of November. And we began the first Sunday of Advent the new liturgical year. That's our new year. And the Thessalonians are concerned about those who will be alive when the Lord returns, what happens to them, and also what happens to those who have died before Christ returns. In other words, they're concerned about the afterlife. What is this afterlife? And we've lost kind of sight of that in today's modern, very secular world. There are many people for whom there is no afterlife. You simply are born, you live, you die, and that's the end. In other words, they live without hope. There is no hope for a life beyond. And there is a kind of uh, hopelessness in the sense that we find ourselves having to wring out every, like, like an old dish rag, every, every ounce of pleasure and every, not, every uh, good thing and joy in this world as if we're not passing through this world. We're pilgrims, sojourners. We're resident aliens because this is not our lasting home. It's beautiful. God made it so. God wants us to, to be happy in this world. That is, by doing his holy will. But our final destination is not this world. We were not made for this world only. We have a larger, more lasting, eternal world with Almighty God. And as St. Paul will say, eye has not seen nor ear heard what God has in store for those who truly love him. And so the Thessalonians are concerned about this. And Paul said, we would have you be clear about those who sleep in death, that is, those who have already died. Otherwise, you might yield to grief like those who have no hope. That is, some are going around saying, 
The only people who will be with the Lord are those who are alive when he comes, and the dead, they will remain in eternal death, sleep. For if we believe that Jesus died, St. Paul says, and rose, God will bring forth with him from the dead those also who have fallen asleep, believing in him. Uh, in other words, those who have already died, already died, our loved ones, our friends, those who are dear to us, they will rise, body and soul, in the likeness of Christ. We say to you, St. Paul says, as if the Lord himself had said it. That's very unusual for Paul to say. As if the Lord himself said it. That we who live, who survive until his coming, will in no way have an advantage over those who have fallen asleep. They will not be forgotten. They are loved and remembered by God, kept by God, treasured by God. No, the Lord himself will come down from heaven at the word of command, at the sound of the archangel's voice and God's trumpet. And those who have died in Christ will rise first. In other words, there is an order there. And those who have died first they will rise with Christ in the general resurrection. Then we, the living, the survivors, will be caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. In other words, we will be taken up by the Lord and be with Christ. Therefore, we shall be with the Lord unceasingly for all eternity. Console one another with this message. Because the Thessalonians, there are those who are going around again and are saying that those who have died and Christ hasn't come yet, forget about them. Well, we don't do that. In this month of November, as you know, on the 2nd, we have All Souls Day, where we pray we pray for our dearly departed. We pray that they will also be the newly arrived in God's presence for all eternity. When we have not only our particular judgment and we will stand before God and render an account of how we have lived our lives, but also there is the general judgment at the end of the world, at the end of time as we pass into eternity, where there is no time. There is no past, present, and future. All is now in the presence of God. Because if you have eternity, you don't have time. Yesterday, tomorrow, today, etc. In eternity, everything is an eternal present. And so, they will rise. And therefore, that's why we pray. We pray for the dearly departed. It's a good idea every day to remember those who have no one to pray with them or for them. Those who have died and have no one to lift them to God's throne of grace, of mercy, and forgiveness. 
that God's merciful perpetual light will shine upon them and they will be granted eternal life. And so we are not to be a people without hope. And Paul says that those who are alive when the Lord returns at the second coming, they too who have believed in the Lord, who have lived faithful lives in the Lord, they in the proper order will be taken up as well. And all will be in the presence of God, who truly love God. So we're not to become despondent or despairing. For each day is a day when the Lord may come for us individually. Uh, in the rule of St. Benedict, written over 1,500 years ago, magnificent uh, Magnificent rule. It's the model for Western monasticism. It's the model for many religious orders today. St. Benedict says that we should keep death ever before our eyes. Now, when we hear that, we say, oh my goodness, how depressing. How, how, how hopeless is that? Not really. Not if we think about it for a moment and not simply buy into the secular understanding of things. If we keep death ever before us, we live each day for the things that really matter. Think of how much time, and that's precious, time is precious. Because time on earth will end at some point for all of us. How much time we spend on things that really don't matter. We, we, we bicker over this, we waste our time doing this or that thing, and it really doesn't matter. The things that really matter are the things that bring us closer to God. And so St. Benedict says, keep death ever before you so that you're not wasting time on things that don't matter. Things that are going to be passing, temporal things, temporary. Uh, in the monasteries where the monks are, above the refectory where people go to eat, in Latin, transit gloria mundi. Thus passes the glory of the world. It's passing. And we're passing through. And our hope is to be in all eternity in the presence of Almighty God, reunited forever with those whom we love, those who have loved us and have aided us in knowing the Lord more deeply, our parents, our teachers, the priests, brothers, sisters, dedicated lay people, all who in any way helped us to know the Lord. That's a great hope that in any trial or tribulation that we face, it will not last. That too will pass. But the most important thing is what will never pass is Jesus' words. Jesus says the earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And God's word is 
to be with God for all eternity. So each and every day is a day of preparation. Each day is a day of coming closer in our relationship with God. It's not depressing. It's not meant to be. It's not meant to frighten us. It's meant as a hope, an encouragement, and also to live each day in the things that really matter. So as we move closer and closer to the end of this church year, and we move closer and closer to the new year, with the first Sunday in Advent, let us, let us take stock, an inventory, of how we spend our time each day, drawing closer and closer to the Lord, we do not live as people who have no hope, as St. Paul says. But let us console one another with this message, that the Lord, the Lord, intends for us to have each day, for it is all time toward our true and lasting home, which is with God in heaven. God bless you.